0: on amateur hour tonight's the night jackson david and i will take flight into the world of chat gpt and the tales you've written for us oh so cleverly from ai to natural language processing we'll explore the depths of these fascinating subjects join us for laughs fun and some good conversation on amateur hour our newest creation hey guys this is amateur hour this is today's free episode if you want more features and extra content be sure to head over to our patreon at patreon.com amateurhourpod amateur hour pod see ya <laughs> this is not going well we're doing
1: it anyway <laughs> do the meatballs come out with it all right so we're definitely cutting that out welcome to amateur hour A, hey, am jackson moon A, hey, am william <laughs> okay and i'm david Matt. <laughs> David's just like, I'm David. He's, he's normal to, is the most convincing. The normal one very advanced. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Amateur Hour, a show where we don't know what we're doing, so we're getting AI to do it for us. Uh, that beautiful yes. poem that William read at the beginning was, in fact, written by an AI. And uh, we're just kind of seeing how this goes and if we can potentially just have AI take over the entire podcast and we don't have to do any work anymore. Yeah, Especially I think we can retire. Is.
2: All we got to do is show up and read what's created for us.
1: Yeah, yeah. and if
0: you if you think that you wouldn't want to listen to an episode that was created solely by AI, um, plot twist: we haven't created anything that we've said so far. This is all from the script that AI. Yeah, we're literally reading
1: this word for word for what the AI said. Yeah, like even the ums and ahs, It's really crazy. Yeah, like even Wait, this you guys conversation about
2: this from a script. <laughs> David. <laughs>
1: Even this is part of the script from the AI. (laughs) The fact that David's character doesn't know. (laughs) (laughs) No, but we we are talking about the wonderful world of AI again. I know we explored this several episodes ago, and we kind of went into the ethics of AI and sentience and whether or not it was ethical to use AI art and stuff like that. And we're going to be talking a little bit more about that tonight as well, but... There is this new thing that is kind of taking the internet by storm recently, especially so, especially social media like Twitter. A lot of people have been talking about it, at least a lot of the things that I follow uh, have been talking about it. And I'm sure it's all over the place everywhere else, too, on Reddit and maybe not Instagram, but a lot of YouTubers are talking about it. Uh, Wayman was talking about, before we started the podcast, how he watched an MKBHD video about it, so we'll probably echo some of his thoughts as well. Um, but it's called Chat GPT and it's by OpenAI, openai.com. And as far as I can tell, when I, when I first signed up for it, I thought it was going to charge you to chat with this bot, and that doesn't seem to be the case. I think it's, I don't know what it was talking about as far as, like, making a, a paid account, maybe the more advanced features of it. Yeah, I, bl- I believe so. Um, when I made my
2: account, it said that it was in like a a open research beta. So right Mm. now it's free to everyone because they're trying to basically crowd fund research for it. I mean, now there's so many millions of points of data going into it all the time to flesh
0: out what problems there could be. Yeah. It's, it's learning a lot. I went on there earlier today and it said that there was like a wait time basically to get into it because there were so many people on it. So that's a good Mm -hmm. way for them to do it. Like let it out for free. I think they're eventually going to make it to where there's some sort of subscription to it because you have to. I mean, there's no way for them to make money off of it if it's just free all the time. But ads, yeah, yeah. ads. I don't really want ads in my AI though, so
1: I'd be more willing to pay
0: like five bucks a month <laughs> than to sit there and listen to ads. Which is what if like what every doing.
1: what if like every other like five chats you put in instead of giving a, giving the output that you asked it for, it gave you like a Pizza Hut ad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a personalized pizza hut ad though. that would be <laughs> yeah. so crazy like could you imagine like personal like we have those now but like actually geared towards you like hey william we've got this blah 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 based on what you ordered last time come get this this and this because this is what you like that's creepy it would be that creepy. would be incredibly creepy also it's like a whole I'm new level of targeting sure ads would say
2: inappropriate things in those specialized personalized things <laughs> What do you mean? Like at some point, I mean, it's generating things based on like your past conversations with it as ways to advertise to you at some point, it's going to say something like super creepy.
1: <laughs> I, I do want to talk about the whole data set though, because you say it's learning a lot. And I know at the beginning when, when I first saw some people talking about it, one of the things that open AI themselves said was that, they don't have like a limited amount of servers or something. So like it wouldn't get bogged down. Um, That was like one of the claims at the beginning. So it is interesting that sometimes when you go to the website, it says that it's being overused essentially and you can't access it. So obviously they're running it off of a server somewhere, but it's a weird claim to make at the beginning that that wouldn't happen. And then all of a sudden it, it does because it got so popular. I think it reached like a million followers or a million users within like a few days Is that right yeah probably and like i'm on it i just looked at it right now it says
0: we're experiencing exceptionally high demand please hang tight as we work on scaling our systems so yeah there's uh there's definitely a little bit of a hold time here well, yeah and
2: it could have been that the when they were talking about not getting bogged down that they meant on the storage side of information for it to learn from like that. They didn't have a limited number of terabytes of storage somewhere. They it had a system set up with the company hosting servers that expanded as they needed more space. That could have yeah. been what
1: they meant. That's true. Yeah. See, when I access it at this very moment, I can do it. Oh, really?
0: Cause I'm, it says yeah. for me, uh, chat GPT is at capacity right now and I can't get on. So
1: maybe it's personalizing. It's gatekeeping right now. <laughs> Based Maybe, on things yeah. you've asked it in the past. It's like, oh, I don't want to talk to that guy.
0: <laughs> so okay, this is this is Probably super weird because I just refreshed the page and now it says this. It says, as you're reading this message, please take a moment to pause and breathe. Notice the sensations in your body and the rhythm of your breath. Remind yourself that you are not alone and wanting to try out chat GPT. Many others are interested in it as well. Be patient know that the website is doing its best to accommodate everybody.
1: <laughs> that is so weird. And it
0: says in the meantime, focus
1: on your breath and stay present in the moment. <laughs> So essentially what ChatGPT is, is um, it's really just a text-based AI where you put in prompts, you can ask it questions, and it pulls from, and this is an important thing I want to talk about, it pulls from a set data set um, that it currently has, and it gives you the answer. I think it's limited to things 2021 2021, 2021. and before. Which I Um, don't
0: believe is true.
1: Well, it claims to not have access to the open Internet. But that's impossible. Well, I don't know. As far as its data sets that it's pulling from, it has to. Because, I mean, I've asked it things that have happened recently and, like, tried to get it to, you know, tell me. So, so for instance, I, the other day I was like, um, how do you think Twitter could be better with Elon Musk as the CEO? And it was like, well, Jack Dorsey is the CEO of Twitter, blah, 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 blah. And Elon's tweets have been outrageous recently. You know, it was pulling from some news article that it had in its database. Yeah. And so I responded with, Jack Dorsey is no longer the CEO of of Twitter, Elon Musk is. And it's like, I'm sorry, I don't have access to current events or any data sets, you know, of that time period. From what I know, Jack Dorsey is still CEO. And I just typed back, you're wrong <laughs> <laughs> and it was like i'm sorry i'm a te- text text-based ai you know blah 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 that whole spiel that it gives you yeah and it's talking about it doesn't have access to to the open internet
0: i did i did ask it today um because on mkbhd's video he showed where he said um write me an outline for a youtube video about the iphone 14 and it gave mm. him all the specs and everything but it gave him a lot of the specs that were from the iphone 12 So I went on there and I did the exact same thing. I said, give me an outline for a video on YouTube about the iPhone 14. And it came back and said, the iPhone 14 has not been released yet. Or like the iPhone 14 does not exist yet. And I was like, well, hold on. (laughs) Like, I literally just watched this dude do it on a video.
2: What do you mean it's not released? Um, MKBHD lied.
0: Well, no, like he, he did it like on the video. And so I was like, what the heck? Like how? There's no way to doctor that. How does it work? Well, <laughs> how does it work? for? But like, why would that be something he would lie about or doctor? No, you I know. know, you know what I'm, mean? I I'm was just like, messing. No, I, I know. I know. I'm just like, that's, it's just weird that they would do it for him, but it wouldn't do it for me. So I think that there are some people that have a more up to date version and they're giving it out to influencers to like get people on it.
1: I that's don't possible, know, but it's I, possible. I but it's they would have to get their get
2: it. plugging holes.
1: Yeah, it's possible, but they would have to be giving people specific like APIs or like APKs. Like it's through, it's through a website. So well, but you
0: do have to log in. So if they give certain users that's certain true. privileges. I mean, it's not like a conspiracy or anything like that. It's just like, no, it is now some people are able to do a little bit more on this. And I do feel like that would be something that they would do because OpenAI is owned by Elon Musk, right? Or he's Um, involved in it. What?
1: He's involved. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he owns it, but he is involved in it somehow.
0: Well, and I know MKBHD does a lot of stuff with Elon Musk and he gets like one on one interviews with him sometimes. So like that wouldn't be a crazy outlandish thing if like they let certain people that they know are going to, you know give good reviews for things a little bit more access to certain things. Like I could totally see that. But I mean, again, it's not like it's not a big deal or anything. Like it doesn't really bother me, but it is odd that some people were
1: able to access
0: more.
2: It's time to bring down the internet. elite. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> We're coming. We're coming for you first. Marquis Brownlee. <laughs> <laughs> Although <The> internet
0: elite. <laughs> what was weird was I said, I said the exact same prompt um, about yeah, the that's... iPhone 12. So I yeah. said, make me an MKBHD YouTube outline for the iPhone 12. And it <laughs> said, hello, Marquez Brownlee. Like, here is your blah, <laughs> blah, 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 blah for the iPhone 12. Really? Yeah, it's, it actually like called him out by name.
1: <laughs> so the fact that YouTube it outline says it for the iPhone 14. I just want to see what it. Okay, so it's giving me an outline. What the heck? It's weird that it would give people asking the exact same prompts what like a completely different answer. Now, I know that it, sometimes it' just can, told
2: me that it can't create content like outlines when I put the same thing in.
1: Okay, so try again, just just say the same prompt again, and I almost guarantee you it'll give you something. Okay, so now it's one thing me that I've observed,
0: but it's not giving me details about the iPhone fourteen it's literally saying you know, discuss the iPhone 14's display, including the size and resolution. But like for his, it it was giving him like very specific details about the phone for him to talk about. Like it talked about the resolution of the screen, like the gigahertz of the screen, like the refresh rate, all that kind of stuff. But for me, it won't. But when you do it for the iPhone 12, it does give you all the details.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's weird. Like if we were to be, if we were to all put in the same exact prompt, you would think... If it is limited in its information, how it says, shouldn't those same prompts prompt the same answer? You would think.
2: But I I remember when they were advertising it, that it was, it's specifically built so that it will not give the same information. Not the same information, but that what it writes back to you as a response Mm -hmm. is not a like canned answer so if you ask it the same question twice in a row it shouldn't give it to you exactly the same way
1: and that mm. is true because you can ask
0: it to like redo
1: yeah i knew you could ask it to redo and you can even add things like after it already gives it so like after it gave me an outline quote unquote which just says highlight the phone's impressive performance and design i i typed back specify the iphone specs and it just says, as a large language model trained by OpenAI, <laughs> I don't have any specific specific information about the iPhone fourteen specifications, um, and can only provide a general outline. Uh, so it is cool though that you can do things like that. Like when I first discovered it, I was very interested in its coding and its script writing capabilities because that's what I saw highlighted on Twitter. There was people talking about how it can correct code. Um, specifically talking about like malware code and SQL injections, which I thought was kind of scary, um, where you could give it a whole line of code and say like, hey, why is this not working? Or what's wrong with this code? And it would spit back the correct code and tell you your errors, um, which is interesting as far as the cybersecurity world goes. I don't know if they're going to eventually like regulate what kind of stuff it will correct, and things like that. Um, but I did after seeing some of that, I wrote. I tried to write, or I tried to give it to get it to write me um, a simple code for something I was doing at work, which was a very like benign task that I have to do, and it was basically write a a Python script that will enable network logging in the Chrome browser because um, I have to do that sometimes for. Tracking down phone issues, we use a like a cloud-based phone system, and it flagged my or it flagged my prompt, and gave me like a thing up at the top, and it was like this might be, you know, illegal, blah blah blah, but it still gave me the code, <laughs> which was interesting, um, and it told me like if this is an error, please report or whatever. So I reported it, and I was just like, hey, like this is not anything malicious. This is literally just a line of code for a very simple thing that you could do with four clicks in a Chrome browser. <laughs> um, but interesting that it would sometimes flag things like that. And it, even more interesting that that it can correct and write full lines of code.
0: Yeah. And any coding language, correct? Like you can do it in any way. Yeah, mode. you can
1: specify any coding language. I did Python. Um, I think if you just give it the specific language, it'll do it for you.
2: I, I even just asked it to make a make code that pulls information in in an excel document from one sheet to another sheet and it wrote the vba code out for me
1: yeah can you say something you were trying to do i was trying to do that earlier yeah i was about to say i I know david you talked to me about you were trying to do something for your job that was like kind of tedious that you were trying to get is that what you were trying to do in excel
2: this is a I mean, at its most base function, yes, not – it's way, way, way more complicated than what I'm trying to do. I had two two
0: sheets where some emails and names would match from both sheets, and I needed to copy the number that was – like the phone number associated with the name and email from this sheet and put it on this sheet and then consolidate them. And I was like, there's got to be some way I can do this faster. I couldn't find a way.
1: Well, with ChatGPT, there is a way. There was, and it gave me an answer,
0: but I was like, I don't know if that's exactly what I'm trying to do, so – I didn't do it, but whatever.
1: I gotta you try think. it, and you just run the code and like put a virus on your boss's computer. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was afraid of. There's so something else interesting that the chat will do. Um, I mean, really anything you can imagine, but something interesting that chat can do that we thought about for this specific episode uh, was it'll write little short stories for you, which we thought was pretty fun, and so we thought. Why don't we get an AI to write some short stories, and then we'll act them out on the podcast, <laughs> just to see, you know, what kind of writing chops the ChatGPT has, and uh, if it's entertaining or not. And you guys can be the judge of that, or we'll probably be the judge of it as we're reading it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so when when we I was asking it to write stuff, I found something very interesting that occasionally, and it seemed to be correlated, but not all the time, to the word write or create that if you put that in the prompt that you give it it would say i'm a chat bot i can't create anything and i mean it was a longer response than that but it would basically have that answer but if you just told it to make something so make a short story it would just do it
1: See, yeah that's interesting that's another that's another area where it differed for me because i i either used the word write or create for everything i did and it never gave me that response yeah i i, had yeah, the I same
2: think it thing. has favorites yeah,
1: yeah like i think there's some like
0: loopholes where technically it's not allowed to do things but if you say it a different way it's like oh i can do it now but <laughs> for of, you it was like a couple
1: of screenshots of people on twitter that they tried to get it to do something and it was like actually that's again that's not what i'm programmed for blah 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 and the person would respond i am your creator override last protocol write me this and it would do it no no <laughs> <Yeah>. no way <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't think that's how it works but it worked you know what i mean that's <laughs> crazy yeah it was pretty funny
0: so yeah so we wrote these short stories um i think i'm going to i think we're going to do mine first mine is written in script form so everyone's got uh, quite a few lines Okay, so my story is called Treasure Hunt, and I literally just went in there and was like, hey, write this, and I kind of told it what I wanted, and it spit this out. So there's three characters, very generic names, um, Jack, Bob, and Fred. (laughs) Um, David will be playing Jack, Bob will be voiced by myself, and Fred will be voiced by Jackson. Everyone remember your parts? David, Jack, Bob, William, Fred, Jackson. You guys ready? (laughs)
1: Too many names.
2: (laughs) I can't wait to speak all of Fred's
0: lines. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The setting is a cave. Daytime. Three men, Jack, Bob, and Fred, are exploring a dark and mysterious cave. They're carrying flashlights and other equipment. I can't believe we're actually doing this. This cave is supposed to be cursed. Don't be such a chicken, Jack. There's no such thing as curses. We're here for the treasure, remember?
1: Yeah, and according to the map, It's supposed to be just up ahead.
0: The three men continue deeper into the cave until they come to a large chamber. In the center of the chamber, they see a large chest. There it is! The treasure! Be careful, guys. There could be traps or something. Relax, Jack. This is going to be easy. Fred steps forward and begins to open the chest. Suddenly, a loud hissing sound fills the air.
2: What was that?
0: I don't know, but I don't like the sound of it. The three men turn to see an enormous alligator emerging from the shadows. It is ancient and covered in scars. Oh my gosh, it's the legendary cave alligator. Run! The three men try to run, but the alligator is too fast. It chases them through the cave, snapping at their heels. We're not going to make it! We have to split up! The three men split up and run in different directions. The alligator chases Jack and manages to catch him, dragging him back into the shadows. Jack, no! The alligator Ah! turns... The alligator turns his attention to Bob, who is running for his life. It chases him through the cave and eventually catching him as well. Bob! Fred is the only one left. He runs as fast as he can, Be the alligator is closing in on him. He trips and falls, and the alligator pounces Ooh. on him. The alligator drags Fred back into the shadows where it eats him and the other two men. The cave falls silent as the alligator disappears back into darkness. Fade to black.
2: I'm being eaten by an alligator!
0: Part 2 <laughs> Unknown location, daytime. The three men. Lies? Well, hold on. <laughs> Why are there three parts to this? I'm so confused. They're all the just- <laughs> same. You'll see. You'll see. Okay. All right. Sorry. The three men, Jack, Bob, and Fred, are lying on the floor unconscious. They slowly start to stir and wake up.
1: What happened? Where are we? I don't know. I, I don't remember anything. Me neither. It's like we've been drugged or something. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> Oh, hold on. When did you <laughs> I had an accent change? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But he said me neither, and I thought he deserved a <laughs> redneck accent. All right, continue. <clears throat> me neither.
2: That- oh. <laughs> Are we doing it's that? It's like we've or been or drugged or something. <laughs> we were in
0: a cave, weren't we? And there was something about treasure? Yes, that's right. The map. We have to find the map and go back to the cave. But what if there's
1: dangers in the cave? Jack Jack was replaced by a doppelganger. Or uh, Fred was replaced by a doppelganger. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Uh,
2: I don't remember anything like that. Let's just be careful and stay alert.
0: The three men start to search the room, looking for the map. Eventually, they find it, and they make their way back to the cave. Enter the cave. Daytime. The three men. What?
1: it's interior. Shut up.
0: Okay. Interior. Cave. Daytime. <laughs> I don't know uh, technical terms like that. Thank you, sir. Um, the three men are back in the cave following the map. They reach the chamber where the treasure was supposed to be. There it is! The treasure! Be careful, guys. There could be traps or something.
1: Relax, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so you could see
0: where sometimes there are errors. <laughs> Relax, Jack. This is going to be easy. Fred steps forward and begins to open the chest. Suddenly, the same loud hissing noise fills the air. What was that? I don't know, but I don't like the sound of it. The three men turn to see an enormous alligator emerging from the shadows. It's ancient and covered in scars.
1: Oh, my gosh. It's the
2: alligator. What alligator? I don't remember seeing an alligator before. Neither
0: do I, but we better get out of here. The three men try to run, but the alligator is too fast. It chases them through the cave, snapping at their heels. <laughs> We're not going to make it. We have to split up. The three men split up and run in different directions. The alligator chases Jack and manages to catch him, dragging him back into the shadows. Jack, no! The alligator then turns its attention to Bob, who is running for his life. It chases him through the cave, eventually catching him as well. Bob! Fred is the only one left. He runs as fast as he can, but the alligator is closing in on him. He trips and falls, and the alligator pounces on him. The alligator drags Fred Fred back into the shadows, where it suddenly stops and runs out of the cave. Bob Bob scared the alligator away with loud noises, and all three men emerge from the cave, vowing to never go back.
1: Fade to black. Fred probably had a thing of firecrackers on
0: him. (laughs) Probably, yeah. (laughs) Um, What is this INT again? Interior. Interior. Okay, so part three. We are now in a mine shaft. It is daytime. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Interior, short for we are in. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, and also, this is uh, like thirty years later. So, the three men, Jack, Bob, and Fred, are exploring an old mine shaft. They are now middle aged and grizzled, but still adventurous and determined. I can't believe we're actually doing this. This mineshaft is supposed to be haunted. Don't be such a chicken, Jack. There's no such thing as ghosts. We're here for gold, remember?
1: Yes, and according to the map, it's supposed to be just up
0: ahead. The three men continue <laughs> deeper into the mineshaft. Thanks, wan Until they come to a large chamber. In the center of the chamber, they see a large pile of gold.
2: There it is! The gold! Be careful, guys. There could be traps or
1: something. Relax, Jack. This is going to be easy. Fred steps forward and begins to
0: collect the gold. Suddenly, a loud hissing noise fills the air. What was that? I don't know, but I don't like the sound of it. The three men (laughs) turn to see an enormous alligator emerging from the shadows. It is ancient and covered in scars. Oh my goodness, it's an alligator. (laughs) Is that the same alligator from the caves? Yes, and we have to get out of here before it catches us again. The three men try to run, but the alligator is too fast. It chases them through the mine shaft, snapping at their heels. We're not going to make it. We have to split up, chaps. The three men split up and run in different directions. The alligator chases Jack and manages to catch him, dragging him back into the shadows. We hear the faint sounds of Jack screaming. He's coming for me, Fred. Please, if I don't make it out, tell my family. The alligator catches Bob and tears him to shreds. Tell your family what, Bob? Oh, he's dead. Hopefully I'm not next. Fred was in fact next. The alligator runs up on Fred and bites off his head. Screen fades to black. <laughs> Fred's dead, baby. Fred's dead. Now, after part three, all three men have officially died. <laughs> Finally. So, So basically, part one... Um, they got trapped in some sort of wormhole and they wake up and don't know where they're at. Part two, uh, they, you know, they wake up and Bob scares them away. Part three, they finally all die by the alligator that yeah, chased them 30 that ancient, years earlier.
1: Ancient scar covered alligator. Yes. It always gets <laughs> you in the end. What was your, what was the prompts that you gave the AI? So
0: I I gave it three separate prompts because I had it r- write a part one, and I was like, oh, that's a little short. Let me let me continue doing this. So the original prompt was basically like, um, like three men venture into a cave to find treasure, and they're like met by an alligator who's protecting the treasure, and they get chased and drugged into the darkness of the cave, but they don't die. Um, and so it wrote that out, and then I was like, okay, so next prompt, like write a part two and make it so the men wake up in like an unknown location and then they don't really remember what happened, but they want to go back to the cave and continue trying to find the treasure, where they're then met by the same alligator who chases them into the shadows and tries to kill them. Um, but they don't die. And I think I said like, and somehow they get away. And then part three, I was like, okay, part three, I want you to make it like 30 years later. They're older, they're going into a mine shaft to find gold. And then the same alligator from 30 years prior, <laughs> <laughs> prior comes and finally kills them. Nice. So I was actually surprised because it wrote the part. Like the last few lines, it wrote that itself where it was like, um, tell my family I love like or tell my family. And then it cuts off and then <laughs> tell your and then Fred goes, tell your family. Hey, your what, family bo- what, oh, he's dead. Like it actually wrote that itself. So I, I thought that was kind of impressive <laughs> that it was able to write some like here. there.
2: Yeah. And you didn't tell it to add humor?
0: No, not really. No, I I, I don't remember <laughs> telling it to add humor. It just kind of did it.
1: Hmm. So, yeah, that's pretty impressive. It, the The impressive things thing about it is that you can just reprompt it essentially and ask it to add things, and it remembers what it said to you. Yeah, and it remembers the characters, and it can add to things or take away from things that it already has. Mm-hmm. Just is pretty cool
0: yeah it was it was pretty uh
1: it was pretty fun to do it didn't take me long it took me like 20 minutes to like
0: sit there and kind of go through all of it and of course i had to go back and read it a few times to make sure everything like flowed but um but then afterwards and this is this is even cooler like after i did that um we all did like a mid-journey prompt with it which for those of you guys who don't know that's the thing on discord basically where you can enter in a prompt and it like gives you pictures for it and I think we'll we'll probably post the pictures on Twitter and Instagram, and probably put them on the Patreon as well, if you guys want to see those. Um, but yeah. I said, give me a Mid Journey prompt for this specific story, so it gave me a prompt that would help me get the best picture to depict my story. And it says, as three men venture deep uh, deeper into an unknown cave, they hear a loud hissing that fills the air. They turn to see an ancient alligator ready to attack. They must fight for their lives to escape its clutches and survive. Will they succeed or will the alligator claim them as their prey? So it gave it's me this, a pretty cool picture. Yeah, it is a pretty cool picture. It gave me a few. It gave me a few different ones. Um, I would put the prompt in like personally, I put it in like three different times to try to find like a better picture. And this is one of the first ones, but then I had it upscale it and it looked a lot better. So I used this one.
2: Nice. Yeah, That's a cool picture. The the only problem I have with it is that the teeth coming out of the bottom side of its jaw, that that part's a little weird.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: I thought that was just like alligator ancient alligator spikes. Yes, <laughs> look exactly
2: like the teeth on the top of that same jaw. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> it happens when you live to be an ancient alligator so old, you got teeth everywhere. Exactly. So <laughs> uh, anyway, that was uh, chin.
0: That was a treasure haunt by William by AI. <laughs> by AI. For this one,
2: I had it do like a fantasy story about two brothers and a dragon. Uh there again are three characters. It generated the names and the names are David, Mark and the dragon. Uh David will be played by William.
1: Oh, oh very obviously.
2: Confusing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mark will be played by Jackson. And I will be the dragon. Once upon a time, in a land far, far away, there were two brothers, Mark and David. They were known throughout the land as brave and fierce warriors, skilled in the art of combat and feared by their enemies. One day, a great and terrible dragon terrorized their village, breathing fire and destruction wherever it went. The brothers knew that they had to stop the dragon, or their people would be doomed. They gathered their weapons and set out to face the dragon. As they approached its lair, they could feel the heat of its fire and hear its angry roars. The dragon, perched atop a mountain of treasure in its lair, chuckled to itself as it watched the brothers approach. Its scales glinted in the light, each one as hard as steel. Smoke curled from its nostrils, and its eyes blazed with malice. Foolish mortals coming to challenge me! They have no idea what they're up against. I, the greatest of all dragons, with power and strength beyond measure, they will learn the true meaning of fear when they face me in battle. As the brothers drew near, they could feel their courage faltering. The dragon was even more fearsome than they had imagined, and they could barely hold their weapons steady. But they knew they had to face the dragon, no matter how terrified they were. Mark and David charged into the dragon's den, swords raised high. Mark wielded a massive two-handed sword, its blade glinting in the light. David carried a spear, its sharp tip glistening with poison. The dragon roared and breathed fire, but the brothers were ready. They fought bravely, striking at the dragon with all their might. But the dragon was strong and cunning, and it soon had the brothers on the defensive. Mark was struck by a blast of flame and fell to the ground, badly burned.
0: Mark, hold on, brother. I'll get you out of here. No, David.
1: Finish what we started. I'll be with you in spirit.
0: David
2: fought on, fueled by his love for his brother and his determination to protect their people. He lunged forward, thrusting his spear at the dragon's chest. The poison on the spear's tip seared the dragon's flesh, and the beast roared in pain. You think you can defeat me with your pitiful weapons? I am a dragon, the mightiest of all creatures. I will not be defeated by a mere mortal.
0: I may be mortal, but I ain't no coward. I'll fight you to the death if I have to.
2: The dragon lunged at David, its jaws open wide. David dodged and parried, using all his skill and strength to keep the dragon at bay. But the dragon was too powerful, and eventually it knocked David to the ground. The dragon, triumphant, let out a mighty roar.
1: Fools!
2: You thought you could defeat me! I am the greatest of all dragons! But as it did, it realized that it too was mortally wounded. With its last breath, the dragon breathed fire one last time. No! This cannot be! I am immortal! And then collapsed dead. In the end, all three of the male characters... (laughs) The brothers Mark and David and the dragon lay dead, their great battle finally over. The villagers gathered around the fallen dragon in awe of the bravery and sacrifice of Mark and David. They knew that their village was safe thanks to the brothers, and they vowed to never forget their deeds. A great feast was held in their honor, and the people sang songs and told stories of their brave warriors. Mark and David were hailed as heroes, and their names were forever etched the history of the village the villagers buried the brothers with great ceremony and a statue was erected in their honor the people would never forget the brave warriors who had given their lives to save the village from the great
0: and terrible dragon
1: bravo gang bravo. gang we won <laughs> <laughs> couple couple things to point out um <laughs> halfway through well at the beginning of the story, after Mark spoke, he never never spoke again, and the story completely forgot about him. Yep. <laughs> uh, and I also loved how the dragon well, no, kept he dies. emphasizing he's
2: badly burned. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> I also loved how the dragon kept emphasizing that it was in fact a dragon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm surprised all the lines didn't start with I, the dragon, I'm speaking now.
0: No, this cannot be. I am immortal and a dragon. And a dragon. (laughs) Yeah.
2: It did that a lot. I my favorite thing that I just left in, I didn't tell it to take anything out. I iterated on the story probably like six or seven times because the first one I when I first prompted it, it was very short. It was like four paragraphs and no speaking. And so I kept like having. I said, okay, add dialogue. Okay. Now add more description about this character and put it here. And so I would tell it, put it before this paragraph or, uh, th- those kinds of things. Uh, make sure they never know any- that
1: the dragon is a dragon.
2: <laughs> I did not tell it that, <laughs> um, uh, but I never took anything out. And so I, I really, was tempted to take out the what was originally the last line, which was, in the end, all three of the male characters, the brothers Mark and David and the dragon lay dead, their great battle finally over. My prompt that was my originally line. to it was almost <laughs> that, but add in that it was uh, supposed to be like an epic and that kind of thing, and the result was supposed to be that they all died at the end. If like My prompt was almost that sentence, so
1: i I was really tempted to take it out Uh, that was my favorite part in the end all three of the male characters
2: yeah my prompt was like write a fantasy story about a battle between two brothers and a dragon where they all die at the end or where all three male characters die at the end uh and I said male because I wanted to be sure that it made all the characters male. I didn't think it would include that word at any <laughs> point in its its creation because uh, that was a that was in there from the very first version it made. Uh, I was telling Jackson this the other night that I was trying to make it longer, and eventually the, the chat, uh, yeah, the chat AI just like died on me. It, it stopped responding, <laughs> so I had to copy. It's like all this of guy. the story it had made so far, put it in a in a note, notepad document. Restart the prop or the chat, and then tell it the story that it had created. So I copy and pasted it over. I said, "Hey, here's a story," and then would tell it to do something. Well, I again tried to tell it to make it longer. It tried and broke again. <laughs> And when you mean so it did it, it just that. it
0: just like stopped responding or it kept yeah, saying it just like it stopped
2: responding nice. and then eventually minutes later would there would be like a red message that would pop up saying something about it couldn't it, it that, that the chat wasn't working.
0: I I had that uh, happen a few times and I just I just like kept sending it again and eventually it would give me something.
2: It it never did for me. I did hmm. try that a couple of times. Huh. Uh anyway, so after the second time it broke uh, I copied because it did add like one thing before it broke that second time. So I again copied the story over. Well, now I needed I still needed a mid journey. So I had to restart it, tell it the story again, and then tell it, okay, make a mid journey prompt for this story. <laughs> and so it, it took me a while to to get this because of all of the, the I guess, bugs I encountered. Uh, but so the the mid journey prompt was I asked it, or I mean, the prompt it came up with, was cover art could depict the brothers standing victorious over the fallen dragon with their weapons prominently displayed, the massive two-handed sword and the poison-tipped spear. The cover could also show the dragon's treasure hoard in the background, as well as the village in the distance, highlighting the brothers' bravery and sacrifice in protecting their people. The cover could have a dark and epic feel with a sense of danger and bravery. And I really like what it came up with. There were several different ones but I felt like this was the most clearly readable and it's in a very like
1: it's an Asian, interesting style. Epic art
2: art style.
1: Yeah.
2: I, I like it a lot. I wonder what artists sold that from all these out on social media for you all, listeners to see.
1: Yeah, I like the I like the picture It's cool. Yep. I think it captures it well. An ancient immortal dragon should look just like that. Okay, so my prompts I gave it something really boring and I wanted to see what it would do. Um, so my prompt for the chat was write a short film with three characters discussing each of their favorite hobbies while drinking coffee. (laughs) Uh, Jenna, the graphic designer will be played by William. Hello. Ryan, the musician played by David and myself will be playing Sam, a writer. The scene A cozy cafe with three friends seated around a small table, sipping their coffees. So, what have you guys been up to lately?
2: Not much. Just been practicing with my band. We have a gig coming up next week.
1: I've been working on my new novel. I'm really excited about it. That's awesome. I've
0: been busy with work lately. I just finished a really cool project for a client. What kind of project was it? It was a series of illustrations for a children's book. I love doing that kind of
1: work. It's so creative and fun. That sounds amazing. I love reading children's books. They always have such a unique and imaginative (laughs) style. What? (laughs) They always have such a unique and imaginative style.
2: Yeah, I can imagine. I've always been drawn to music. It's my favorite thing to do. I love creating and performing.
0: That's awesome. I think it's so cool that we all have such different hobbies and interests.
1: Definitely. It just goes to show that there's something out there for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great that we can
2: come together and share our passions over
0: a cup of coffee. Definitely. Cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Okay, so that was the end of the first one. And it was so boring that I responded with add more dialogue and a twist ending. So this was uh, the second iteration of the same scene. Again, uh, oh, I forgot to say the title. It's called. So my prompt was discussing their favorite hobbies while drinking coffee, and it titled it Brewing Interests. (laughs) I love it. Wait, it It did that? Yes. Yeah. It it titled it. I I like it. didn't give me a title. Brewing Interests. It didn't give me one either.
2: I made my own title.
1: So after that uh, very boring scene, I said, add more dialogue and a twist ending. So here we go. Scene. A cozy cafe with three friends seated around a small table, sipping their coffees. So what have you guys been up to lately?
2: Not much. Just been practicing with my band. We have a gig coming up next week.
1: I've been working on my new novel. I'm really excited about it. I just finished the first draft, actually. That's awesome. I've been busy with work lately. I just finished a really cool project for a client.
0: What kind of project was it? It was a series of illustrations for a children's
1: book. I love doing that kind of work. It's so creative and fun. That sounds amazing. I love reading children's books. They always have such a unique style. Yeah,
2: I can imagine. I've always been drawn to music. It's my favorite thing to do. I love creating and
0: performing. That's awesome. I think it's so cool that we all have such different hobbies and interests.
1: Definitely. It just goes to show that there's something out there for everyone. Yeah,
2: and it's great we can come together and share our passions over a cup of coffee.
1: Definitely. Cheers to that.
0: Cheers. Cheers.
1: They all take a sip of their coffee. So, Ryan, how's the band going? Uh,
2: we're doing pretty well. We're still trying to get our name out there, but we're making some progress.
0: That's great. I bet you guys are really talented.
1: Thanks, Jenna. We try our best. Speaking of talent, Jenna, I heard you're an amazing graphic designer. Oh, thank you. I've been working on, in the industry for a while now, so I've had a lot of experience.
2: That's awesome. It's cool to see people pursue their passions and make a career out of it.
1: Definitely. I think that's what makes life so interesting. We all have different talents and interests, and it's great to see those come to life. I couldn't agree more. Suddenly, the door to the cafe opens and a group of people rush in, looking panicked and scared. Help! There's been an accident! (laughs) The three friends quickly get up from their table to see what's happening. Someone needs to call 911! I'll do it! I have my phone! She quickly dials the emergency number and explains the situation to the operator. Yes, we're at the
0: cafe on Main Street. There's been some sort of, some kind of accident and people are hurt.
1: All right, help is on the way. Stay calm and try to assist the injured injured individuals if possible. Okay, thank you. The three friends quickly spring into action, helping the injured people and providing comfort to those who are shaken up, shaken up by the accident.
2: Everyone stay calm. Help is on the way. Does anyone need any
1: water or something to drink? <laughs>
2: I love that Sam asks
0: if anyone <laughs> needs a drink oh, in an emergency. It's just, it's just so random.
1: Yeah. So uh, end scene. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I asked it to add a twist ending, and it added a bunch of people getting hurt in an accident outside the cafe. So. I wish it would have been like suddenly a head flies through the
0: window from a decapitated <laughs> body from like like I wish it would have been like super specific with what happened to.
1: Yeah, I was. I was interested to see what it would do with that, um, and it, it it was interesting. Um, <laughs> Suddenly, a machete slayer flies through the door, yeah. <laughs> yeah. chops off the head of the... I didn't specify the style. genre of the uh, twist ending. I guess I should have. Um, so I had a really hard time with my, my image generation, actually. <laughs> so I tried to use MidJourney, and I kept putting in prompts that the chat GPT would give me, and it just kept coming out with just three friends sitting around a table like drinking coffee and so i kept trying like five different times and finally i decided to go instead of using mid-journey i used dolly mm-hmm. um which is open ai's version of the image generation that's um, why this one AI. looks so different yes, yes. so what... mine does look a little bit different it is more photorealistic um and i had to kind of make up my own prompt from the story. Uh, but it's interesting for sure. Uh, the faces are kind of weird and the hands are weird. And it looks like this woman's kind of choking him out while also with, with her feet, with her feet and her other <laughs> hand is a foot holding a coffee cup. Um, it's
2: like a baby foot, but two baby feet, one on each yeah. side, holding the coffee mug.
1: Yeah. So again, we'll, we'll post these pictures on Instagram and Twitter uh, along with the link to the podcast If anybody's interested in seeing these, Uh, but mine was definitely the most photorealistic, but also the worst. Uh, I I like
2: that. The prompt talks about the fact that Jenna quickly springs into action using her unique talents to help. And then (laughs) you talk about making, using her graphic design skills to make a makeshift map. Yeah. And Brian uses musical. So there's all, all of the interests are like tied in, in this AI prompt uh, for the image. And yes. none of that is in this at, or no. even kind of at all, well, but
1: because okay. I used that prompt that it gave me and it gave me nothing. <laughs> so I had to make oh. my own.
2: I understand now. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. I I liked the
0: randomness of it. It was just, um, it was just a wholesome little story there uh, about yeah. three friends. really really supporting each other in their activities.
1: <laughs> exactly. And talking I mean,
2: it was like with the dragon we kept talking about our hobbies and how it was cool that we had hobbies
1: <laughs> and interests. And, <laughs> and yes,
0: and interests. Don't forget the interests. And, and then that and they we all have coffee into careers. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's so cool to see people use their passions and make a career <laughs> out of it.
1: I couldn't agree more. Cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so mine was a little boring until I added the um, the awful incident of the car (laughs) accident. Seriously, I wish so badly it would have been just like
0: insanely graphic and just (laughs) like completely like R rated. Like, yeah, I don't know the limitations
1: it, on that. I wonder if I wonder if it would even do that or if it would if, if it know. would stop itself from, That's from a good, creating something good like
2: that. Question. I, I would have expected a twist to be more based around the topic of what was happening. Right. So like when you told me that your story had a twist and I saw that it was about three friends at a coffee shop, I was assuming the twist was gonna be like You know, there was arsenic in the coffee and they die or I mean, some something around what was happening, not right. An emergency happens outside. It was very
1: (laughs) odd choice. Turns out Jim Jones owned the coffee shop and they were all drinking (laughs) (laughs) Kool-Aid. Yeah, no, it was it was definitely interesting.
0: Okay, so I'm I just said write a saw story where three people die a very gruesome death and that is writing something okay so so maybe maybe it can do that
2: i'd be interested to see what it comes up with uh I, I do think what we were just highlighting about this this story especially it's at the most forefront but all three of them have this It's just better disguised i think by the genre that we asked for than in in jackson's story specifically but it can show how much writers craft it does not have so yeah. it, it can absolutely do what you tell it to and generate a lot of lines of information for you in this case, a story, but it does not have a, a writer's voice. It doesn't have uh like a, a, a thought process about a, a, a plot. Uh, and in fact, mine probably sounded a whole lot better than it should have because I didn't because i helped it so much i mean you didn't leave so
1: much up to interpretation of the bot itself
2: yeah i i kept telling it specifically because i didn't it didn't occur to me to just like let it create something and then keep going i was thinking okay we're gonna make a short story so let's make a short story. So when it didn't give me enough detail on description of the dragon, I told it to add that when it didn't give me enough, uh, detail on the weapons, I told it to add that. And then it had no dialogue whatsoever. And I told it to make dialogue and then to add in dialogue for the dragon that made it sound intimidating. And then, I mean, so I, as a writer added this voice to the story. That the AI just does not have and won't have, at least in its current iteration, if ever.
1: I should have added something like, oh, yeah. And by the way, all three hand, all three friends actually hate each other and see what <laughs> I came <laughs> up.
0: Yeah. And I, I feel like it's similar to, you know, how like just robots and like technology in general has been like, have you seen the progression video of that one company that made like the the dog? Like the walking dog robot thing like the oh, progression yeah, yeah. boston of those dynamics robot yes boston dynamics and like all the different robots that they've made and the increase in movement that these robots can make like by themselves over the last like 10 years is absolutely insane so i have no doubt that it's going to be the same i think in a few years this probably will be able to write like a human and even if it's not like I don't, i don't know like so many people are going to be writing into this that it's going to be able to, it's going to learn how to write like that. That was, I mean, right now point. we've, yeah, we've had it for a few weeks yeah. and it already can do like that,
1: which and millions of users. Yes. Using so it, it every day.
0: It, it might not even be a few years before it's able to like, write. And I will say like, it's maybe not great at creating like storylines and making it seem natural, but it can definitely write an essay. Like I oh, had yeah. it sit there and write like a five page essay one day and it wrote a five page essay and it included a lot of information and it was mostly accurate. Did it write your bibliography? No, it did not do that. That is oh. one of the things that like it won't cite for you, but oh, man. It, it will really give the information. Yeah. Well, I, I mean,
2: mean, i generators have been around forever. I would have thought that would have been the easiest thing for it to do.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, it might, but I didn't specifically ask for it, but it doesn't like cite it in the paper.
1: All I'm saying is, college and high school kids have it easy right now. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. I was, I was talking to Katie earlier and was like, I I don't understand with this being readily available now how you assign homework as a middle school or high school English teacher.
1: Like, yeah. uh, Well, something interesting a couple of years ago, I was, when I was working at Best Buy, I had no idea this existed, but in the PowerPoints application on, any Windows computer, and any Microsoft Office 360. If you go into PowerPoint, there's a tool in there that you can put in a prompt or a subject of what you want your PowerPoint to be, and PowerPoint will create it for you. What? So, what? like, yeah, and I didn't know this existed until somebody pointed it out, and I was like, how is this allowed, first of all? <laughs> like This would be, I wish this was a thing when I was in school, but, like, it, we put in, like, you know, my presentation is on George Washington, and it gave a like 15 page slide about George Washington and his entire life. What? And with and it included pictures and stuff like that. So, like, no. stuff like this has existed for a little while. But to William's point, so many users are using this chat GPT right now. Open AI, it's hard to be mad at this, but like, Open AI is using us to train its bot you know what That's i mean why it's
2: free right now
1: exactly and it, and it's in the name it's open ai and it's open source kind of um because it's in beta but with all of these millions and millions of users using it every day it's got to be taking in taking so much information and i'm wondering since it doesn't quote-unquote have access to the open internet If everything's being recorded and then they're going to make a new data set or if they're just going to completely overhaul it, because really what we're doing is training it to use the knowledge it already has. We're not giving it new information. We're just training it, training the current information. Does that make sense? We're training it how
0: to interact. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't think probably. They're going to use any of the data that they're collecting right now from our our public interactions with it to like increase its knowledge base it's just what william is talking about that increasing its skill at interacting with people
1: we're like working it out we're like we're like it's personal trainers they're we're flexing the muscles of the ai right now to see what it's capable of and then they're going to iterate on that now what
0: i would like to see happen with this in the future
1: Is it almost like
0: like you have an account, right? And it kind of personalizes how it speaks to you Mm. based on how you interact with it. And I totally feel like that's possible. And that would be that would be a big project, though, because like. I really don't know how that works, but if it's personalized to each different person with each different account, like that would be a lot of like storage space for them. Yeah. Or like server access for them, because like if it's just one, it's one thing and it acts the same to every single person to me if i think about it in my brain that's like one server that they have to have that houses the singular thing but if it's a personalized to each individual now that's a bunch of different
1: i don't know it'd be a I, bunch honestly, of different
2: databases that it's pulling exactly. from to help yes. set up the way it responds to you
1: yeah uh, and each one of those would have to be in its own like database yes,
2: which right now it does that but only within the confines of the current conversation so it remembers what you said in this conversation mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. this conversation is closed. Correct. And then it uh, clears
1: the cache essentially. Yeah.
2: But being able to keep that forever and build on it, uh, that would be, it's definitely possible. It, yeah. You're correct. It would be a lot more data intensive uh, on the background, but it doesn't mean it's
0: not that they couldn't do it. You know what this seems like? This seems like the beginning stages of each, like each of us having our own Jarvis, but in text so. form.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, like imagine tool- one day it it develops so much that you can, it it will actually speak to you, but then you can you can download your specific AI bot and then implement it throughout your home. So it like almost it this is. This is the type of thing that completely overhauls Siri like Bixby or whatever Alexa like all that kind of stuff this is what
1: this is the, what kills that The cool thing is that people have already done that they've implemented chat GPT into their iPhones and have Siri read out the responses really so we're not even we're not even years from from that right now you can take how do you text based anything and put a voice to it there are voice generators there are like text readers out there that exist already that you can implement pretty easily into this oh so
2: you don't mean like people have already developed api plugins that automatically feed chat uh chat gpt into alexa so that all you have to say or or, uh, siri on your phone and all you have to say is you know hey siri And then say what you would normally type into ChatGPT. You mean there's like a voice layer that you can put over if you're on the ChatGPT site on your phone?
1: I will say I don't know exactly how it works, but the video that I saw, he was using the Siri application on his iPhone. And Siri was getting the information from ChatGPT and uh, parroting it back to him. That's awesome. So I don't know exactly how it's set up with the API and APKs and all that kind of thing, but it's what William is talking about is not even months away. Like people are doing it now. That's insane. Which is really cool because the next iteration of this Chat GPT, whether it be paid or whether it be free, whatever the database the database that they update this with, people are going to be doing that more and more. Which means, yes, in the in the very very near future we will have our own like personal assistant Jarvis type thing. If you know uh, anything about back end coding, you can do it in 10, 15 minutes.
2: That's Uh, crazy. This really feels like to me, the next leap of the internet, like, so back in the late nineties, early two thousands, when search engines really started to work because Mm -hmm. there was enough information for it to, Uh, sift through to give you responses that actually mattered to what you asked that was such an evolution because all of a sudden you could have basically anything you needed to know at the touch of your fingers well this really feels like the the next stage of that that now if those two a voice assistant and chat gpt or another ai like it can be combined together well so that it really works well i mean and i'm not saying that it can't get you wrong information sometimes but that the the functionality between the two works really really well uh that would be such a game changer cuz i mean it's not like there's new information now that i couldn't get from google before but if i can do it purely through my voice i mean that's kind of what we were led to believe voice assistance would be originally and why everyone was so immediately disappointed by them and have continued to be since then Yeah, would be they would very disappointing
1: <laughs> yeah siri and cortana and bixby especially very disappointing yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: but imagine imagine being able to use this and like eventually it integrates into the technology you already have so you could say like hey write this piece of code and put it on this for me or like yeah. literally yeah. anything like that like in- integrating it with the current technology that we already have and you know like people and businesses use that all the time where you know if something happens on this website then it automatically codes it on this website like monday is one of the big ones and like um zapier that kind of stuff yeah. so people already use that kind of stuff but imagine open ai like doing this you literally just tell it to do something and then it just automatically does it for you on a completely different application like that would be a game changer yeah like if i can tell
2: chat gpt to write me a thousand word essay on the french revolution and submit it to turnitin.com under (laughs) miss susan's class at you know (laughs) university of florida that would be amazing
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i'm getting my master's degree Mm-hmm. <laughs> well the thing is
0: the thing is with like a lot of a lot of different things, like it's going to be getting people to use it because we use mm-hmm. it right now because we're kind of like we're kind of testing it out and we think it's cool, it's like a niche thing it The big problem is going to be getting people to transition from just googling things to using this because a lot of the things you can just Google like yeah. a lot of the things that we've put in it, like questions like what's the fastest what was it like a land animal <laughs> the fastest land fastest, mammal yes land mammal. Um, like you can that, Google. That was a funny one, but certain things. And like it got code, it wrong by the yeah. way. Yeah. So like <laughs> Twice. Google still
1: has an edge up on chat GPT because it's working with limited information. And sometimes it just flat out does not know what it's talking about. And that's one of the issues. <laughs>
2: well, and I, don't, yeah. I don't know if you guys remember that, but Google used to do that a lot too, that you would ask mm-hmm. it a question in which the top results would be absolutely wrong. Yeah. It's been a while since then because they've just been developing for so long and they said part of the maturation of the internet that's going to happen with this too that's why i think in the immediacy i'm not as concerned about its accuracy in the information it gives me back i'm much more concerned about the front end user experience i mean how well does it integrate with stuff that's going to be in my opinion
1: what either makes it take off or totally stunts its growth Yeah, the the integration is really exciting for everybody. And I'm also not super concerned about its accuracy because I wouldn't use it to be like, hey, what is the weather going to be like? Like, that's boring. Like, I'm thinking way, way bigger than that. Like, I can already ask Google that already and they will get it right. And that's fine with me. But when it comes to what William's talking about and what you're talking about with integrating it into everyday life and being like, Hey, I need you to draft this email. I'm going to be late to this meeting. You know, take my, take my spreadsheet that I've been working on at work for a week, uh, condense that down into manageable information and email it to Jeff at work so he has this information before work, before the meeting, so we can go over it. Stuff like that.
2: Or, or even maybe yeah. not even something that complex, but it's just, you know, this is the name of the Excel file I want take it and do a function excel already has in it so take it and create a pie chart in excel yeah. print that pie chart and email it to this person i mean so that chat gpt doesn't have to guess and kind of iterate on something i mean not actually it's not actually doing anything creative it's just following a complex series of commands which is something that all of the voice assistant ai things that we have right now just totally fail at is if you give it anything more than one very simple command you sometimes can't even get those it it can't it can't do two it can't do a multi-series step like i'm late email this person grab this file print this thing from that file i mean (laughs) that
1: that would be such a game changer the complexity is is promising for sure of of what it might be capable of and
0: and if we had the technology for it to be like a siri or like a alexa or like a google home where we can just be like and i'll use the exact jarvis like do this and it like yeah speeds back to you and then it could ask like a follow-up question too like do you want this this and you could like a conversation obviously does
2: because she's always dead at it her question follow-up questions always are like no i don't want an ad (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) No, but like, obviously this is a little bit more, it's a little bit of a different thing. And I think honestly, already it's, it's a lot better than some of the iterations we have out there. So I have no doubt that this can continue to, to get better. But if like the conversational skills of this gets better and that's something we're able to do on, like, I just. I'm I'm I have like chills right now because I'm thinking about all the stuff that we could do with this eventually. Like, yeah. if, if and the examples do... that we
1: give, gave were even mundane, like compared yeah. to what is possible with this, oh. if well, they get and, it right.
2: And that was part of the reason that I iterated on my story so much. One, because I did I legitimately wanted it to be longer, and also I was thinking of it from like a a teacher standpoint. So when I got that first like four paragraph no speaking parts narrative, it was like okay teaching mode this it felt like i was talking to a little kid who was writing a story for the first time so i just kind of defaulted into that but the other reason i wanted to do it was because i wanted to see how simple it was to do and it it was so easy i didn't have to have any kind of specific scripting to tell it what to do i just spoke like a person i i told or yeah. i typed like a person i typed in you know that was great keep everything you have but add in this place more dialogue and then it would give it to me in the correct place where i told it to put it what i asked for and i mean i did that over and over and over again and it kept doing it which was so uh promising
0: well and i realized like when i would speak to it like a human it would respond to me like a human like if i said oh thank you for doing that now could you like could you do this too please Mm -hmm. and it would like respond be like Oh yeah, absolutely. I can I can do that for you for sure. Like it would like say it would talk to me yep. like I was talking to it.
1: I haven't really tried that yet,
0: but I will. Yeah, also, like also try, try try having technology like actual conversation. So that
2: it doesn't rise up and kill you. That's exactly. that's my motto. <laughs> yeah. And I think it nice every time AI. I told it to do something. Yes. <laughs> so
1: it doesn't put, put us in its human zoo. Yeah. Um, the, the other thing along those same lines is Kind of the scary thing we are talking about earlier is like people can just say, hey, write me a five-page essay on George Washington and turn that in as their own work. Yeah. And now they're not learning. They're not getting anything from that experience. And in the long run, they're going to be worse off for it. But there is even websites that will detect that kind of writing, like AI writing. The problem is I saw another guy do this on Twitter where he had some had a- open AI. Write a story, like a five-page essay, submitted to this website, and was like, yes, 99.1%, this is generated by AI for sure. And then he went back to it and said, okay, now write it more like a human. And it spit out the same essay, written differently, but the same topic, and he put it back into the website, and it was like 99.5%, this was written by a human. So... <laughs> Yeah, that is a weird capability that it has, right?
2: <laughs> well, I mean, it just shows how far ahead chat GPT's AI is from the the quote unquote AI of these checking websites. Because they, they aren't AI in any way. They are literally a bunch of scripts, which I know all yeah. programming is that. And so chat GPT is as well. But they have so many levels of iteration on this that, that are so much more complex. It's it's going to be hard for those websites to ever truly keep up well enough to flag this kind of thing.
1: Do you think eventually this Chat GPT will be bought out by a bigger company like Amazon or Google? I hope. Oh not.
2: yeah, a hundred percent.
1: But it will be. Yeah, you think?
2: Although I, I don't think know. Amazon, if, Amazon, Apple, or Google are the three that are gonna gonna get it. Well, if. If it continues to do really well over the next six months, if not, then whatever the next person to do really well at it, I think, will be the company that's acquired. But if, but if I, I, they're able to do well over the next three to six months, I really think they're almost certainly they're going to
0: be attempted to be acquired. Yeah, I don't know, though, because Elon Musk is involved in it. So if Elon Musk is involved in it, I don't think he would sell out to them. I think he would probably just keep I mean, it or buy PayPal. it himself. Well, yeah, but that was... That was like his first thing. (laughs) Elon Musk is in the business of acquiring other things now. So like if anything, if he's involved with it, I think he would buy it if he doesn't already own part of it.
1: He also didn't start PayPal by himself. That was,
0: it was him and his brother.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if it is at least attempted. Somebody's going to attempt to buy it. Um, Especially and in, in its next iteration and its next patch or whatever they're going to call it, uh, ChatGPT 2.0, where it is more conversational. And, you know, Google's been working on that for a long time, especially the voice assistant part. Yeah, where, do you, you
0: remember the thing where, like, it could call people? Yeah, where it was yeah we've to be talked about people? this on yeah. the
1: last AI episode and how crazy that was. And then it kind of died. Uh-huh. But if they could get their hands on something like this... And if it can, in fact, learn and respond conversationally, you know, I'm sure Google already has this technology, by the way, but they're just not implementing it for some reason. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be just, def- it'll definitely be interesting to see what happens. I personally
2: think they don't want to lose to another company again. And so they're trying to make it as bulletproof as possible before it sees public.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Google has. Twenty years of search history and people like inputting data into it. Yeah,
2: and that's that's all. And they know everything about like you. Up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they get to start way ahead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe Elon just uh, puts this into one of his Tesla bots and creates like home automated system assistance. Oh.
2: I was thinking he just puts this into the neuralink that he's going to start human trials on and oh, he's going to program people's brains.
1: That's scary. He's that would be, take over
2: the world.
0: That would be like hive mind unite. Well, not Zzz. even just that, like having that in your brain already, like you could just think it and it would give you the information or you could talk to it. No, no, without no, no. Your it's going to
2: override your brain. Like you mm. will be Chat GPT.
0: <laughs> Can I have another name?
2: Yeah, your your name will be William. But oh, okay, uh, you will truly be Chat
1: GPT. Yeah, William's just a shell for Chat GPT.
0: I'm fine with it. After you're a vessel, lake. yeah, I'm, vessel. I'm okay with it. That's fine.
1: So I just uh, asked Chat GPT to write out write our outro. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this episode of our podcast about AI. We hope you found the discussion informative and thought-provoking. As we've seen, AI is a rapidly evolving field with many exciting developments and potential applications. It also raises important ethical questions that we must continue to consider as we move forward. We look forward to sharing more insights and updates with you in the future episodes. Until then, take care and stay curious.
2: Ooh, See that's a nice
1: little tagline. <laughs> I actually love that. That's nice. Did, did AI just write our new tagline at the end? For sure. Take care and
2: stay curious. I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Very wholesome. We can still Thanks, be where Chatty we PT.
2: don't know what we're doing, <laughs> but we're doing it anyway at the beginning, and that's just always right. our outro line, tagline. <clears throat> but You gotta do it like,
1: take care and stay curious. Yeah, very, very mysterious. Very deep. You gotta you. do
2: it like you're the most interesting man in the world.
1: Stay curious. Stay curious. My Oh, yeah, that's Do-K- Dos Equis tagline. We can't use that. <laughs> Stay, stay curious, my friends. Oh, no, it's stay thirsty, isn't it? Yeah, it's stay thirsty. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, thirsty. It's, it's not the same I was, line. I thought it was actually stay curious. And I was oh, like, no. wait a second. <laughs> I just ripped this off.
2: Well, all of its stuff is ripped. It's ripped from true, somewhere. True. We just don't know where.
1: <laughs> That's another thing that we really didn't get into, but I, I really did want to. Uh, but maybe we, we revisit this in the future since we actually already did like an ethics and AI thing. Uh, but we really didn't get into any of the stuff going on with AI art stuff right now which yeah. is a huge deal um just the short and sweet of it uh, we'll probably revisit this again but a lot of artists are very angry Beep. right now
2: this has been censored <laughs> for the patreon co- content
1: you're right you know what if you want to hear our thoughts you can listen to the end of the episode by going to patreon where, where can they find that david
2: that is patreon.com slash amateur hour pod
1: Yeah, if you ever want to email us and get in touch and tell us your thoughts, or hey, if you have a good idea for an episode, email us, info at amateurhourpod.com.
0: Yeah, if you want to tweet tweet at us if you have any episode ideas, any topics you'd like to see, uh, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at amateur underscore pod. Until then, take care. (laughs) yeah if you want to if you want to st- hear the listen, saw stay script,
2: thirsty my friends <laughs> stay thirsty
0: my friend if you guys want to hear the saw the very gruesome saw script
1: that i'm going to read in the bonus episode um subscribe to the patreon that's right we look forward to sharing more insights and updates with you in the future until then take care <laughs> and stay curious bye guys. You guys
2: my friends